0: Back to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. It is our weekly list of five things you need to know about. I'm your host, Sarah Rupel. We are squarely in the middle of May right now. Spring has sprung in many areas. The weather is getting warmer, and we are getting closer to AEP 2021. We are certainly gearing up for contracting and certification season here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. And a few of today's news items reflect that overall trend. It's that time of year, so let's get started with this week's list. Number one CMS sent out a memo outlining Medicare Plan Finder enhancements for contract year 2021. The MPF was revamped for contract year 2020, debuting in August of 2019 with the old plan finder being phased out at the end of September, right before AEP began. One major change was that agents could no longer save and store client drug lists on the new version, and that was one of a few issues that plagued the new version's rollout. Other problems reported to CMS included that inability to save drug lists, Issues sorting information, as well as inaccuracies on pricing and drug formulary details, to name a few. CMS has made enhancements to cover many of those reported issues, in addition to suggestions made when they asked for feedback from agents and providers in February of this year. The memo stated that as of early May, the default sort on the MPF will now be lowest drug plus premium cost rather than just lowest premium alone. Plan card design has been updated to enhance style, readability, and content. Each card will now highlight multiple costs important to the decision-making process when choosing a plan. CMS's memo also highlights improvements that are planned to happen by this fall. The Medigap tool will be updated on a weekly basis to provide more timely data. Planned data, not drug pricing, will refresh daily, even on weekends. For prescriptions, six-month and one-year refill options will be added. Pharmacy search enhancements include finding pharmacies by name and distance, and map usability and functionality on Pharmacy Search will also be improved. Search filters for different types of plans will be added as well, and that includes a filter for plans participating in the Part D Senior Savings Program demonstration coming soon. In addition to those Medicare Plan Finder updates, the memo cited enhancements to the Part D Pricing File Submission module. Online Enrollment Center Management module, the Plan Benefit Preview, Drug Pricing Preview, and the Suppressions and Exclusions module. We will have a link to that memo in our show notes, so if you want all of that information that is covered in the memo, be sure to visit our show notes to download a copy of what is coming this fall. Excited to see those changes on the way, even if it seems strange to be thinking about AEP in May. That time will be here before we know it. Number two, Democrats in the House have put the finishing touches on a new stimulus spending proposal that they are calling the HEROES Act. And it's another ambitious package with a $3 trillion price tag aimed at helping those suffering from shutdowns incurred during the COVID-19 pandemic. The bill adds another one-time stimulus check with a payout of $1,200 per individual, $2,400 per married couple, but ups the payout per dependent to $1,200 from $500 in the CARES Act. Also in the proposal, hazard pay for those essential workers who are on the front line of the COVID-19 pandemic and student loan forgiveness of at least $10,000 of federal student loan debt for all borrowers. The HEROES Act would also extend unemployment benefits, as well as adding funding for state and local governments and food assistance programs. The House is expected to vote on the bill today. Should it pass, it will head to the Senate, where passage doesn't look as easy this time around. Republicans want to slow down and assess the situation further, while Democrats are keen to act swiftly. We will certainly keep you updated as the situation unfolds, and we will be linking to more information about the HEROES Act in our show notes. Number three, we keep talking about the new normal that we're in right now, work from home, new workflows. If that sounds like you and you've recently added social media to your business, I came across a post on how to really establish a clear social media policy for posting during the pandemic. Pandemic or not, it is always wise to think before you post, but especially now, there are just some topics that are a little more taboo than others. PR Daily came out with a great list of six steps to take as you're doing that, and we will be linking to that article in our show notes. Number four, Zoom 5.0 is coming. We were given the heads up this week internally here at Ritter and by my daughter's school. Always good to know about these updates ahead of time. Just to make sure you're not signing on for a call only to find out that you need the update and that means you will be late to said meeting. That is never good. What will you get in Zoom 5.0? Secure encrypted meeting capabilities. The ability to report a user, the ability for hosts, to pass hosting duties to another person, and a few other security enhancements. You will need to update your Zoom software by May 30th. After that date, you will be forced to upgrade before joining a meeting, so make sure you take care of that. We will have a link to more information on the update and the included enhancements in our show notes. Number five. Last but not least, we know that it's a challenging time to try to stay in touch with your clients. But if you've listened to some of our episodes on client retention, you know how important it is to stay on top of that. We created a few resources to help with the effort, especially given the current circumstances, and we posted them all in an article on our blog at ritterim.com. There's an email template, a postcard template, a template for a letter to mail to your book of business, and call scripts to use over the phone. We will have the link to those resources in our show notes. It is free to download those templates. We just ask for a few bits of information in exchange for those things. I highly recommend downloading those resources. Anything extra you can have in your marketing stack to help during this time is going to go a long way. And reaching out to your clients while all of this is going on is also going to go a long way. So check that out. Again, the link for those resources will be in our show notes. That brings us to this week's bonus, and I've got two things for you this week. First up, in streaming news... Disney Plus announced that the hit musical Hamilton will debut on their streaming network on July 3rd, just in time to celebrate Independence Day this year. Originally slated for an October 15th, 2021 theatrical release, Disney paid $75 million for the rights to stream the release and house Hamilton on Disney Plus for the foreseeable future. As someone who has wanted to see Hamilton very badly, I'm excited about the chance to see it much sooner than I thought would be possible. And the second bonus, I think we can all agree the graduating class of 2020 got a pretty bum deal as far as the end of their school year. Several restaurants are gearing up to honor graduates with food freebies, and we will be linking to that list in our show notes. It certainly doesn't make up for missing the milestone that is graduation with a cap and gown, but it's something for sure, so I recommend passing that along to any 2020 grads you might know or their parents. That is all we have for this week's episode. I am glad to see warmer temperatures in the forecast for this weekend and a chance to get outside and really enjoy it. I hope that you have a great weekend, too. Stay safe out there, and we will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rappel. Script editing by Nicole Parasich. Artwork by Nick Smith.